Welcome to Paul Mort Talk Shit. Curious fellow, but I like him. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. He's a shady character. What's his name? Hello, everybody. Uh, it's me, Mr. Paul Mort. Um, today, I'm going to get straight in. Um, I am here talking shit uh, with WBO, Women's Champion of the World. I always think I'm saying that wrong. Is that right? Yeah, that's, that's right. right, isn't it? Yeah. Savannah fucking Marshall. And I'm very excited to have Savannah in for, for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, she's hard as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Two, it's actually, this is the first podcast we've recorded in 2022. Um, and she is, I've just thought about this, the fourth boxer we've had on. First female boxer. We've had Tyson Fury on. We've had Anthony Crawler on. We've had Tony Jeffries on. And now Savannah Marshall. Oh, wow. Some lineup there. Some lineup, in it? Eh? Yeah. Some lineup. Yeah. Savannah, I'm going to get straight down to business. Um, I've got like an order of questions, but we'll just kind of jump from on. What I want to know is what got you into fighting? Oh, um, I actually couldn't tell you. So really? I, I couldn't tell you. So I started boxing when I was 11. And it was basically, I used to, I was quite a proper tomboy. Mm-hmm. Always playing on the on the front, whatever. Mm-hmm. Kirby, all that. And one of my neighbours used to box. And I always remember him running up the street with a little plastic trophy saying, look what I got, look what I won. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, oh, I want a bit of that. Yeah. I want a little trophy. Yeah. But apart from that, no one in my family's ever boxed. I've never... I can never ever remember watching it on telly or anything like that. So the closest thing I ever got to boxing was fun fighting and beating my brother up. Really? <laughs> Shit. Beating my younger brother up. And what was it like for you then when you first like went into a boxing club? Was any other girls there or was it just you? No, so I knew that there was no girls there because obviously my friend went. So yeah. I took a couple of friends with me. So there was about three of us that went. Uh. And I remember walking in and... I remember saying, oh, can I join? And the coach at the time, he was called Tim Coulter, and he was, he was quite aggressive looking back, and he was like, well, well, if you've just come to mess about now, you can you can just leave now. Oh, really? And I remember thinking, oh, God, they're, they're quite serious in here. Yeah. So that was that. So the first session I had to just sit and watch. My friends just weren't interested, mm-hmm. but I just loved it. I loved the fact that everything was a competition. Mm. Who can hit the bags the most? Who can do the most press-ups? Yeah. And initially, that is what I fell in love with most, the, the competitive side yeah. of it. And the energy in a boxing gym is fucking, you can feel it, eh? When you walk into something like that, you're like, oh, shit. Music was blasting. Yeah. The the Even the smell. Oh, it's lifting, isn't it? Yeah. It's class. But I just loved it. Uh, I absolutely loved it. So what me. was it like for you then, the first time you got punched in the face? Because my son's into boxing right now. He's hitting the pads. He's doing a bit of body sparring, but he's, he, and he thinks he's fucking class. But I'm like, mate, I haven't been punched in the face yet. So what was that like for you the first time you sparred? Well, for me, the, the co- coach now, Tim, quite yeah. often he says that he didn't want me there. I was a woman. There'd never been a woman in the gym before. Well, I was a girl. Yeah. They'd never had a woman there. So he, he didn't want me there. 11's a funny age as well, it isn't is, it? It is, it is. So is I, I think he half hoped that because you're kind of starting to turn into a, you're not a girl yeah. anymore then, isn't it? Yeah. You're starting to turn into an actual woman. Mm-hmm. My son's that age and it's keep, everything about him is just awkward at the minute. Mm-hmm. He's got a little moustache. All the girls in his class are getting like boobs and that. <laughs> it's a keep awkward little age. They're going into the comp. So that, that I bet that was weird for him. 
Well, he's got da- he's got a daughter my age. Oh, she is. So I think he must have looked at me and thought, well, I would never let my daughter come here. So, but like I said, he didn't want me there. Yeah. And he half never gave me no attention, never yeah. even spoke to me. If anything, he used to snarl at me. Yeah. Um, and I think I was just left to just you know follow on with all the lads. I was yeah. never given any pads or anything like that. Yeah. I was never allowed to spar. I always remember saying, "Can I spar? Can I spar?" And it was always maybe next week. Yeah. Maybe next week, but. They did. They never had a girl there before, so they didn't know. Yeah. If anything, I was just I was like an alien. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it was. And then, after a while, especially on a weekend, I was the only one who would turn up on a Sunday on the Sunday morning <laughs> session. And after a while, I think he thought, right, we're not going to get rid of her. Yeah. So yeah. then, you know, they started letting me spar. Yeah. And I just remember, I can't really remember this, but Tim always says that. What he remembers from me was my aggression. Yeah. So he'd see me get lamped off one of the lads, yeah. and then it was like you just this angry mist just come over oh, me, shit, and I just yeah. tried to jumped on top of them and tried to get them back with with about four or five. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! I love that. And yeah. do you think that comes from again? I've got two kids, and you, your old brother older than you. Younger. Oh, is he? Younger. Do you think that some of that aggression comes from having a brother you used to have dust ups with and that? Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's 100%. what my kids are like. That competitive as fuck, mm-hmm. always fighting. One of them trains boxing, the other one trains jujitsu, so it always ends up on the floor, and it's always a, it's always a bit mental. When did you have your first fight? So I started when I was eleven, and I had my first fight when I was twelve. Um, but the thing is with me, I, I was very big for my age. I don't, I, can I say that? I, I don't think I've grown since I was about thirteen. Oh, so really? I was about five foot ten. Um, I was like a beanpole. I was my first fight was at sixty kilo. Oh shit! Which for twelve year old is quite well. Heavy. It is Mac out there. He's yeah. twenty five and he he fights MMA at sixty kilos. Yeah, there you shit. go. <laughs> and being a being a girl as well, there wasn't any. I think there was two registered boxers in the northeast that were women. Oh shit! So you know, it was it was a very very small pool back then. Yeah. So my first fight was at a twelve year old. Yeah. And then, yeah, that, that was that. When did you know you were all right? When did you think, I'm fucking all right at this? So I think I, I got to about the age of... So I had three or four fights, and yeah. then I never had a fight for two years because there was no one there There's no for one me. To fight. There was no one for me to fight. But I just loved the training. Yeah. So you were sparring with lads, though, in the gym all the time? Always. Always sparred, always sparred with lads. Um, do you do that now or not? Yes. Do you? Yeah. 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 Shit. Do, do you spar with anyone I would know? Um... I've sparred it. I was, so I was on Team GB. Right. So there was a couple of the lads I used to spar. I used to spar Callum Smith. Right, aye. And aye. I can honestly say he's the best. Shit. He, always, he, he never, he always held back. Yeah, 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 if anything, yeah. it was, he probably could have sparred me with his eyes shut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at yeah. the time, I remember thinking, wow, he could go southpaw, he could switch, he could go on the back foot, he could come forward. Yeah. yeah. He was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I remember sparring Luke Campbell. Yeah. 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 The women were never ever allowed to spar Josh Taylor because he had a temper. Oh really? <laughs> so so we, we were all kept away. Really? From, yeah, the women never ever sparred Josh because <laughs> he had a. I think he yeah, couldn't control his temper. Shit. Whereas other lads would think, oh, the girls have hope. Well, not as strong. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. He, he had a uh, bit of a nasty. You ever dropped the bloke in sparring? You don't I, have to I say have, their yeah, name. Yeah, have. have you? Shit. Talk to me about them. What I'm really interested now is then is like what's your approach and it might have changed now to handling kind of nerves and shit mm. before a fight because there must be you still get them now it's changed massively I've, I'm have i on both ends of the spectrum mm-hmm. 
when I was an amateur Olympic Games, I was a nervous wreck. Mm. I used to be sick, big nervous rash. I used to sat there thinking, what am I doing? I don't want to do this. I want to go home. Really? And then now I'm on the other end of the spectrum where since I've turned pro, I can honestly say I don't get nervous. Really? It's the fact where it's got the point where I'm sat in the change rooms thinking, God, this needs to hurry up because I want to get home. God, <laughs> it's <like laughs> now. Well, when you start talking the bill, you're waiting around all the time. Exactly. Uh, that, and then you're on last. Yeah, that's <laughs> got the point where I'm thinking, God, they're taking the mickey. Yeah, I want to. What do you think the shift was? Was it experience? Was it something that you did different? Or I think it's accumulation of mature, maturing. Yeah. Um, teaming up with Peter Fury. Yeah. Them the and past experiences. Yeah. I think that all that mixed together yeah. is, is... We get asked about... I mean, obviously, we're not getting boxers messaging it all the time. How do you handle nerves and that? But we get it with, like... In fact, I got one this morning on Instagram about a best man speech. How do you deal with a best man speech? And I get stuff like, how do you deal with public speaking? Or I've got to have this conversation with my boss. How do you deal with the nerves? And I'm just like... I think that the nerves are only happening when you're not doing it. Because I bet when you're in the ring, even when you're a kid, yeah. there's no nerves, is there? Because you're not... It's so you're not thinking about it. Yeah, everything's like on instinct, and you're not having time to sit and think. Oh God, she's coming in. She's bigger than me. Yeah, because you know, it's so fast paced. Yeah, so you, you're not having time. Yeah, just doing. It. You're actually doing the thing. Mm -hmm. Thinking yeah. about it, it's always worse yeah. than doing it, isn't it? It is hundred percent. Yeah. What's 100%. the hardest fight you've ever had? Um, I thought you were going to say with myself when I look at. <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't say any of that cheesy shit. <laughs> I can I can honestly say when I was an amateur, I got yeah. beat off a a, um, a a girl from Holland, mm -hmm. and she they used to call me. She was called Nushka, right. and when I used to box for G Team GB on the circuit, they used to call me Baby Nushka. Right, Can you remember her from Holland? Okay. She was a little bit taller than me, and yeah. I, I looked a bit like her. Yeah, um, so we boxed about six times, yeah. and I'd beat her once, and she'd beat me five. five oh, shit. She'd beat me the other times. Yeah. And it was just a, a classic style. Their yeah. style was like my kryptonite. Um, the awkward. Yeah, awkward. Yeah. She was that typical Scandinavian up, dead tall, yeah. spinny hook. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I would give the I would give it away. Hardest fight. Yeah. Talk to me about then because you mentioned it working with Peter. How much of a difference and and how do you think that's impacted kind of the pre-fight nerves and the how do you think he's done that? I can't. I get asked this all the time, and I can't actually put my finger on it. But so I've I've been doing a little bit of work with like a mind PT, and it's someone who I've known. He was my college tutor when I was seventeen, right. and now he's got into mind coaching and yeah. mindset. So yeah. I've been doing a little work with him my past fight, mm -hmm. and he was giving me little techniques, little mm -hmm. drills to use, and things like that. Mm -hmm. And over the couple of weeks, I was thinking, well, Peter already does that with me. Oh, really? So I've known Peter now for five about five years, yeah. and I was thinking, God. Peter's been doing that with me since when I first knew him. Mm -hmm. Peter's been talk, talking to me like this for five years. So yeah. really, subconsciously, he's been training me without me even knowing. Yeah. And these skills that I was getting taught by this mind PT, yeah. I already knew. What kind of things were they? So for instance, one of them was like, say, before you spar, yeah. have it in your head what you want to work on. Because yeah. a spar's a spar. Yeah. And I used to think... It's not a win or a loss. It's not a win or a loss, yeah. but before... Asked me what my West Park trainer was. I'd say sparring because yeah. I'd had I'd used to have to win every sparring. Yeah. I used to get clipped or yeah. do something wrong. I used to yeah. go home and it used to ruin me night because yeah. I'd be thinking, "Oh, my sparred rubbish! They're sparred rubbish." Yeah. And then one time with Pete, I remember him saying, 
look, I don't care if you get your head punched in. I just want to see you get that jab off. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it just totally changed. Yeah. And now, I, spar, I love sparring. I'd really? spar every day if I could. That's mad, mm. isn't it? Because then I know that I'm working on that one little thing. Yeah. So before every spar, he comes and ties my gloves. Mm. And he'd be like, right, what are you... What are you thinking about? What are you going to work on today? And mm. I'd say, right, this, this, and this. Yeah. And then instead of trying to win the spa, I'm just trying to get them three things off. Yeah, sick. Yeah, just sick. little things like that. Yeah, I love that. So it's kind of like uh, you can't win or lose. You can only yeah, get just, better. Yeah, it's on you. It's not about the other person. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So do you still get any right now? Is there any self-doubt creeps in every now and again? Um, I don't know if I can beat her. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know. Not really, because I never think of it like that. So another part of, I would say, being so confident is that the way Peter trains me, mm-hmm. it's like there's there's generally no stone unturned. So yeah. I know that in fact that she's not going to be fitter than me. Yes, she might be faster than me. Yes, but if she's got speed, I know I can do this to counter that. Yeah, sick. If she's going to be on the front foot, I know I've got this. Yeah. So the way he trains you is just yeah. you're prepared for. Everything, Whichever way it goes. Everything. So before, when that, if ever that self-doubt does start creeping in, yeah. I think, well, do you know, she's got a good backhand. But if she throws that backhand, I know I can block and counter this. Yeah. yeah. So I go over every scenario constantly in, yeah. in my head. So it's just yeah. prep, 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 prep. prep. I remember Conor McGregor has this saying that I love, which is the only time you'll doubt yourself is if you're not working and I'm like, that's fucking so yeah, true. Yeah, it is, it is. Like, you can only doubt yourself. Like, you were saying before, like, when you're in the ring, there's no, there's not much thinking no, time. No, no, no. There was a thing recently, Canelo come out and said, um, and he was talking about that Ryan Garcia, and he'd said about him not being in the gym, and he's like, well, how do you expect to get better if you're not in the gym? Yeah. How do you expect to improve? Yeah. And that is, that is on one TikTok. thing. He's on yeah. TikTok, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Who's your favourite fighter? Um... Uh, so I'll, there's a fighter I really love And he's called Dimitri Prague Right And he's a bit unknown But right. he beat Danny Jacobs And he stopped Danny Jacobs And he only oh, had about shit, 12 really? fights And yeah. he retired due to a uh, back injury Oh wow But he's Russian But he's a I'd like to, I like to look at his style and think Oh it's a little bit like mine Really? I'm a little bit like that He's yeah. a switch hitter And he's, he's really good Yeah Yeah. He won the WBO And then retired unbeaten Oh really? Mm. That's mad. Imagine having to do that, rushing, fighting mm-hmm. your whole life, and then having to retire with a bat. How yeah, old was he? Yeah. He was only young. I think he was early 30s. He had something wrong with his discs in his back. Right. Oh, fucking hell. I'm going to have to look him up now because I've You'll never. You'll have to, honestly. I, I bet you get, do you get that a lot? Like, they don't know who he is or? Yeah, yeah, quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but his knockout with Danny Jacobs is like iconic. It's really? unbelievable, yeah. Unbelievable How long ago was that? Um, Must have been about five, six years ago. Yeah. yeah. Danny Jacobs is legit as well. I remember him fighting there. Uh, Miracle Triple man. G for yeah, yeah. And everyone was like, he won that fight. Mm. Aye. So I've just jumped ahead about 20 questions. So I'm going to come back. What made you choose Peter as your trainer? You've probably been asked that a hundred mm. times. So basically, um, I'd done London, I'd done Rio. Yeah. Um, I got what were they like? I'm fucking jumping ahead again. Mixed, very mixed. London was the worst experience of my life. Awful. Let's fucking stay here and talk yeah, about shit things for a little bit. What? Uh, how was that? What was the? So I'd um, I'd qualified for London, mm-hmm. and I'd due for the qualifier, I became world champion. Yep. So I became 
10 years to the day it was on my birthday. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Gee, oh, I also <laughs> forgot to mention that. Savannah Marshall's spending her birthday yeah. with fucking talking shit with me. I love it. She had 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I became world champion. Yeah. Um, and I qualified for the Olympic Games. Yeah. Which was something like three months later. Yeah. Um, but during that journey, I'd box in China, out back and beyond, nobody there. Yeah. No one knew who I was. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm the favourite. I'm the number one seed to win Olympic gold. Yeah. I think I was 100 or 1, whatever. And I just couldn't handle it at all. It, I couldn't handle it. Home games. Um, didn't want to be there. Yeah. I just couldn't handle that. The world was... Knew I was going to win. Yeah. I had people messaging me saying, oh, I've just put a grand on you. Win oh, gold. fucking hell. And it was just the worst feeling ever. Yeah. Um. So all my family was there. Robert was there. They'd all come down to London. Yeah. And I got a bye to the quarters. So I needed to win one fight to win an Olympic medal. And there you go. They say you win an Olympic medal, your life changes forever. And I spewed it. I just couldn't. Couldn't get going. Didn't perform. Yeah. Majorly underperformed. But for me, oh, thank God. Thank God that's over. Oh, yeah. Oh, quick! Um, I want to get out of here. So yeah. I literally left the village the next day. Oh shit! Really? Couldn't wait to get Did home. you consider Jack and boxing in or not? Not then. Yeah. No, it was just. Oh, I need to get away. I can't handle it. Yeah. I want to get home. Want to get home. So I literally drove home the next day. Yeah. My sister drove back with me, and I remember being on the A one, and and I said, "Oh, thank God that's over." Yeah. Let's just get back home. Yeah. In a ho Olympic home games that will probably never happen again in my lifetime, and yeah. I'm sat on the A one. Couldn't wait to get back to Hartlepool. Yeah, shit. That's insane. <laughs> what happened after that then? What was the was there a shift for you? Did you get help from anybody? Did you? Um. So after that, well, did you what did you consider turning pro then? Or it wasn't really a thing. There was pro. There was pros females about, yeah. but it hadn't blown it up. It wasn't really a thing then. It was kind of a bit of a. I'd never seen a female pro boxer on a on live yeah. that way. I didn't know any in the country. Shit. No, so um, I remember thinking, all right, well, look, I'm still young. I'm mm -hmm. still only 21. Mm -hmm. um, I'll do another four-year for Rio. And that four-year, again, was just horrific for me. I had three major operations, one on my shoulder, two on my hands. Yeah. Um, and it seemed to be like I'd win a tournament, then I'd get beat. Yeah. And I'd, I'd underperform. I'd get beat off someone who wasn't even yeah. in my class. Yeah. And then I'd win another tournament. Yeah. And then I'd get beat again. And I kind of developed this mindset of when the pressure was on, right, well, I'm not even going to try because if I don't try and I get beat, it's all right because yeah. I actually not try anyway. Shit. So I got myself into that fixed mindset of yeah. constantly underperforming when the pressure was on. Yeah. So then um, I remember... Before the qualifying tournament, I was in a tournament in Spain, and mm -hmm. again I got beat off a girl who couldn't really couldn't even lace my boots. Yeah. And I remember going back to the hotel with another girl who got beat, and we were getting ready to go out and have a good time. Yeah. And a, a coach come in who'd known me from about fifteen, Manda Grock, and said, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Oh, I'm getting ready, Mandy. I'm going out. I'm going for a drink. I've had enough of this crap." No, you're not. Come on, we're going for a walk. And we were going for a walk along the beach, and she'd went, "What are you doing?" What are you doing with your life? And I went, well, Mandy, it's not my fault. I'm getting robbed. She's <laughs> said, don't like me style. It's not my fault. She was like, no, it is your fault. And if you keep going on like this, you're not going to qualify for Rio. And it was a bit more like aggressive than that. She yeah. half like stuck yeah. it on me. And then I remember thinking, God, yeah, she's right. I've wasted four years of my life. Yeah. I'm not even ranked in the top 10 anymore. 
Oh shit, why not? I wasn't even ranked in the top ten anymore. Um so I was up against it to qualify. Yeah. Um so I went the qualifiers, performed out my skin, mm-hmm. and I got a bronze medal in the Worlds. So I ended up qualifying. Yeah. And I remember thinking, right, yeah, you've done it. Yeah. Um went to Rio, enjoyed the whole experience, loved it, loved the opening ceremony, which is totally different from four years prior when yeah. I just couldn't didn't want to be there. Um, won my first fight, mm. got the quarters, and I got beat. Mm. But the difference was this time is that I tried. Yeah, I tr- I really tried. Yeah, and I remember thinking, right, well, look, maybe I'm not good enough anymore. Yeah, and I stayed. My mum and dad come over, mm. so we had a great time, and mm. that was that. And then after that, I remember thinking, right, look, I've had enough of boxing. I don't enjoy it no more. Oh, really? It upset. It doesn't make me happy. If yeah. anything, it. it, it just caused me plenty. I'm just constantly crying over it. Yeah. Don't want to do it no more. Yeah. And then I got a call out the blue. No, I got offered another contract to do uh, Tokyo in 2024. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Um, sorry, 2020. 2020. I'm not doing it, no. Um, Is that the one that ended up doing... It got pushed back with COVID, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it would have been a six-year... Six, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it last year, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um... Then out the blue, I got a call of a guy called Sam Jones. Aye. And I don't know if you know Sam, he's quite big in the game now. He had he had Joe, Joe Joyce. All right, aye, aye, aye. Promoter for I know who he is, aye. I know so who he is, this was when aye. he was a car salesman aye. at the time. So he'd rang me. He still me. sounds like one now, Yeah, he? he does. Aye. Well, that's how he's got there, his aye. skills, his aye, skills. So he approached me and went, look, have you thought about turning pro? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I'm not interested. I've, I've never been interested. What would you have done? I think I'd have just cracked on with my life. I had a I had a foundation degree mm-hmm. in sports and exercise. So mm-hmm. I think I'd have just went into teaching or something like that. Yeah. I had a bit of a break. Yeah. Um anyway, Sam had turned around and went, Look, well, Mayweather Promotions want to offer you a promotional contract. And I was like, What? <laughs> he was like, Mayweather Promotions want to offer you a contract and your pro debut will be on Mayweather McGregor in Las Vegas. Fucking hell. And I remember thinking, Wow, the money t- the money team. Yeah. The money team want me. Yeah. Uh, I was like, it's a sign, it's a sign. That's one of them calls where you're like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. I got one recently after that live show. This guy rang us from the States. He said, Paul, he said, I love what you do. You might not know who I'm going to talk about. It's a big deal in my game. He said, we'd love to fly out to Puerto Rico, you and your family, to speak with Gary V." I was like, f- and I was like, is that in fuck- is Puerto Rico in Tenerife? I thought he was taking the piss. I was like, you're taking the piss, mate. And is it on Tenerife? They were like, no, it's in the Caribbean. I was like, fuck off. I thought he was joking. Wow. Uh, uh, so you did the, you, you had that call and were you immediately le- yes or were you like? Oh yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. I didn't even read the contract. I it. <laughs> didn't even really? read it, honestly. Didn't even read it. Yeah. And then, um, so it was, it, it was to move out there. Mm-hmm. Give you an apartment, and then yeah. the next thing I'm thinking, oh, they'll probably give me a Lamborghini <laughs> because it's the money team. So then I'm on Instagram looking at like Mayweather and in jewelry, and I'm thinking, oh my god, that's it! I'm set for life. Aye. Set for life. Um, totally naive by the old situation. Yeah. So then this is how I met Peter. So about eight weeks before the fight in mm-hmm. Vegas, my debut, I mm-hmm. remember ringing Sam and saying, "Look, Sam." I'm meant to be making my pro debut. I've never even trained with a pro coach. You know yourself, amateur. Although it's the same sport, it's totally different. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've never even been in a pro gym. I've never trained the with a The style of boxing is totally different as well, isn't it? It is, it is. Aye. It really is. It suits you better pro though, doesn't it? It it, it, it does. Yeah. Amateur's very bouncy and yeah. point picking, whereas pros settle your feet and try and knock someone Spark out. Spark people out, aye. Yeah, so, um, so then Sam would turn around, well, look... 
Joe Joyce. I've got Joe Joyce, my fighter, yeah. sparring Huey Fury yeah. in Bolton. And his dad, Peter, said, you're more than welcome to come down and yeah. show you little bits and bobs. So at uh, the time, I remember, I didn't know Peter. Yeah. I don't even think I knew Huey. But yeah. I knew Tyson was. Yeah. And I knew that Peter was the uncle who trained Tyson. Yeah. So I remember thinking, oh, well, yeah, yeah, I'll go down. So I'd went down one time, Peter shook me hand and was like, oh, I've heard a lot about you. Yeah. Do you want to spar? So I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. So shouted his nephew over, Tommy. Tommy oh, fucking hell, like. really? So Tommy come over, muscle bound. Big handsome fucker. Like a fucker. little action man. Aye. And I remember him going to Tommy, you do not lay a glove on her. Do not touch her. And at the time, I remember thinking, I'm going to absolutely bat you. <laughs> and I swear to God, Paul, it was... My welcome to pro boxing. Was it? I could not touch him. Oh, really? He had his hands behind his back. He was taunting me. I was getting frustrated. No. I was swinging. Shit. And we only done four rounds. Aye. And I remember getting out and thinking, wow, I am crap. Shit. I am this pro boxing. And this was only eight weeks out from the fight? About eight weeks out, yeah. Fuck me. So that was that. I'd, I'd went back home and then Peter called me and said, look, um, I'm, more than, I, I'm more than happy to train you for six weeks for your debut. Yeah. You can come and stay above the gym. Aye. Um, and I'll train you. And at the time, I'm thinking, oh, thank God. He, he, you know, he's the only one who, who's wanting to help me. Yeah. So, yeah, that was it. So, he, basically, I've been with Peter from the start of my project. Yeah. So, six weeks, you, you must have went pretty fucking hard in the, with the training. It was, yeah, it was. So, oh, honestly, that obviously, they're from a traveller background. Yeah. He had me living in a caravan in the <laughs> lakes. <laughs> There was like three of us. There was me and two other lads. Aye. And um, we all had a caravan each. Aye. And I remember that he went to me, oh, don't worry, I'll give you the nicest one. <laughs> and I went in this caravan and mine was like the Savoy compared to theirs. Really? Theirs was like windows were cracked. Yeah. Honestly, theirs was the pits. Yeah. And on a night we used to go and sit in each other's caravans and I remember sat there thinking, oh, I hope they don't want to come in my caravan. <laughs> <laughs> I had a kettle, a shower. And wow. Was, yeah. Shit. Yeah, That's so. insane. So, Savannah, I want to I want to start nailing these uh, these other questions now. What question do you get sick of answering? Um, I never really get sick of answering any. Lately, it, there's been like a big topic on Peter, my and Peter's relationship. Oh, really? Yeah, mainly because like how I've went from Obviously, this shy, timid, yeah, bottling it in front of boxing yeah. people, to like boxing in Tiller Arena in front of eleven thousand. And not even nervous. Not even nervous. Can't wait Shit. to get home. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just get this? That is insane. I kind of want to spend more there, but you've covered it. Talk to me a little bit more about some of these little techniques that you're using then, because I think it's massive. Like mm. going from someone that bottles it all the time to. Fuck you, Clarissa Shields. You're getting it. <laughs> you're getting it, and the sooner you get it, the better. Because I want to go home. Like, what's the, what are some of the other things that you've used there? Because I think this would be really useful for people listening. Like I said, I think it's just just being a, like being around Peter. Um, he must be a super confident. He, then. Well, it's so I've a been common. Uh, he is. He is. And but obviously, I know a lot about him and his background, and he's mm -hmm. quite open about. Yeah. what he's been through and he's done a lot of time in prison he yeah. was a cat ear prisoner yeah he's told me about times when he was in derham gallows and you know yeah cockroaches running about yeah. in the old prison yeah things like that um solitary and all this and yeah. he was looking at like what, 20 years mm -hmm. you know um so whenever i've been to peter there was times when i've been to peter and saying look peter i'm not happy yeah they've done this and this promoter's done that and yeah. it was just sitting laughing. I'm like, what are you laughing at? <laughs> and he puts it in the perspective that obviously what he's been through is, is nothing. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm, yeah. 
I'm nervous over so a fight. So having him in your corner. Yeah, yeah. I'm being, I'm nervous over, say if I was nervous over a fight, yeah. it's like, why you do it every day? Yeah. You get in the ring every day. Why, why? We've been through it's this. It's just people watching. Yeah. Yeah. So and he's, then it'd be like, well, don't you want to show them your skills? Yeah. Or you want to show them how good you are? And you're like, well, yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah. And that, just little little chats like that constantly. Yeah. yeah. So having someone in your corner who you're like, he's got, he's got me back. It's like yeah, having. I yeah. bet it's like wearing. For, I bet it's like feeling bulletproof when you've got him in your corner. It is. Like I said, nothing's an issue with Peter. Yeah. There's, even when I've with the pony. Do you feel like it gives you an unfair? I bet you feel like this. It gives you an unfair advantage because you're like, I've <laughs> got does. him in your corner. You haven't. It does. And when you think what you've done with Tyson. Yeah. He he had the game plan for Tyson to be Klitschko in his own backyard. Yeah. And you know that's that's some gone because boxing is something like eighty percent psychological. No one rated Tyson back then, no, did they? Never. They just used and to show that it. picture of him uppercutting himself yeah. in the face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, or getting coming away with that close win over McDermott. Aye, aye. And it was all down to, to Peter and the game plan. Yeah. How do you stay motivated and don't say you're not allowed to say Peter? <laughs> <laughs> How do you stay motivated to stay in um, there to, to just keep fucking? Because you, you, there's a lot of training. What's your, what's your like? I'm world champ. Is that your thing? But now you're there. No, no, no. I think the thing for me. So I've I've boxed since I was 11. Yeah. And I was full time since 17. I got yeah. Team GB when I was 17. So I've never. You have to move I, to Sheffield I, for that, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never had a proper job. <laughs> I've never. Uh, honestly, I've friends. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna have a nap. And they're like, what do you mean? You've you've been to the gym for. Four hours. You this morning. Like, what are you going on about? Yeah. Why do you need a nap? Try yeah. doing a twelve-hour shift. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I physically couldn't do it. Yeah. But for me, I think this is how I've stayed in the sport so long because I do love the training. Yeah. So. So it's not necessarily about the end goal. It's like you love the I process. I love it. Yeah. I, I love going to the gym. Everything about it. If, yeah. if I don't train, I get agitated, mate. See, actually, I'm, I'm, I've asked a question about motivation, but because you love it so much, you don't even need motivation. And I think that is. When people say, you know, if, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day. Yes. And it's true. Yeah. It is true. And that's what first initially drew me to boxing. Yeah. The training, the competitiveness. Yeah. yeah. Even though even though there was one time there was only me and Huey in the gym, and Huey's, what, heavyweight. He's yeah. about 18 stone, yeah. big, big, slow snail compared to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking over and thinking, I need to beat you. Um, I was constantly in competition with Huey yes. for about three years and he never knew about it. Yeah, really? Yeah. I was Shit, <laughs> I love that. I love that. And do you know what? Do you think you'd still be involved in a gym when you decide to call it a day? Do you think you'd still box? Uh, see, so I've been boxing like 21 years now yeah. and I am starting to see things with my health. Yeah. Do you know, things like... Uh, joints and because yeah. we think it's it's a long, long time. It's the same with footballers; they only really last till the early thirties, yeah. and then the yeah. record. Yeah. So, and also from you know, con like a concussion point of view, I've been getting punched in the head for twenty years, yeah. Yeah. twenty years, and you, know, you start Google and then you start seeing things. Oh, yeah. Tony did it, Jaffa did it, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I had the podcast with him. Yeah, and he worked out how many times he'd been punched. You hardly get even fucking punched. Yeah, you hardly get punched. You just keep on punch you don't see. It's the punch <laughs> you don't see. It's a sparring. Aye. You're still getting whacked, Aye. even though you've got the head guard on. Aye. And it's all it's 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 like footballers. Yeah, heading the ball. Do you know? And there's just, there's so much more coming out on that now, isn't there? There is. That's what I'm saying. You start googling and then you you self diagnosing yourself yeah. with like Parkinson's and yeah, this yeah, and that. Yeah. And but you'd stay in the gym. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, hundred percent. I quite um, I, I quite like that CrossFit. 
Yeah. I do a bit of CrossFit. We do a bit of CrossFit circuits. Style training, yeah. yeah. And I, I love it. I'll have you convert to jujitsu by the time you're retiring. Do you know what? At one point, yeah. I wasn't, I, promotional-wise, I wasn't, yeah. I was seeing how UFC was going. I know um, Molly McCann. Oh, do you? I know Molly quite well. Yeah. So I was thinking, oh, I'm going to, because she boxed, she won an ABA title. Oh, really? So I know her, yeah. Oh, she shit. Goes, she won an ABA title. Yeah. So I seen how well she was doing, I was thinking, oh, I want a piece of that. So oh, I went really? to do a bit of training with her. Aye. And... There's I've trained in that gym a couple of times where she trains gen. in next gen. I know Paul yeah, Rimmer. Nice, yeah, it's a nice gym. Aye. Well, for me, there's just too much to think about. Aye, there's a lot. It's not just punching, it's groundwork. Aye. It's kicking, it's yeah. defence. Yeah. And for me, I remember I was constantly like on my back. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, that's the safest place, but it's the worst place for you to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. While well, someone yeah. on top of you raining down yeah, fucking exactly. elbows on you. Exactly, yeah. Didn't Shields have an MMA fight? I think she's had two, yeah. She's had two. I've <laughs> never even, even then, I remember them. looking, thinking, God, I'd even do you on the mat. <laughs> <laughs> I've had one training session, I thought, do you know, the octagon, the ring, whatever you want, I'd yeah. do you. Yeah, see, I bet you're going to be talking about that a lot soon. <laughs> you get asked a lot of questions about this fight, though, right? Yeah, constantly. Yeah, constantly. I'm, I'm excited to see it. So let's talk about criticism then from other people, because you've clearly been quite self-critical in the past and that. What? How do you deal with that now? Do you pay any attention to it or... Well, this is the thing, and I think I this don't is think you get much because you fucking killing people. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm like, how are you getting much criticism? You fucking smashing people. I think the way I am, there was a, there was a situation. I talked about this a bit. There's a situation when I was about 14 year old, mm-hmm. and like I said, I used to hate sparring because yeah. I used to want to win all yeah. the time. And we went. It was a Sunday, and we went to a boxing club in in Sunderland, Sunderland mm-hmm. ABC. Right, it's actually Jaffa's gym. Yeah, it is Jaffa's gym. I. And I remember going. And it was there was an old guy there. I was only 14. Mm-hmm. And I remember him pointing at me and going, what's that? And at the time, I remember like just looking away and thinking, yeah, oh, pretend you're in here, pretend you're in here. Yeah. And my coach had went, well, it's our female boxing, our female boxer, sorry. And he went, there's no females allowed in here. She's not sparring. And I just remembered I, I didn't hear him. And he come over and went, oh, look, um, you're not allowed to spar today. And at the time, I remember thinking, oh, thank God, I didn't want to spar anywhere. Mm-hmm. But looking but so really i got away with it and i remember thinking yes i yeah. don't have to spar yeah but i remember thinking anybody else that could have totally yeah ruined. Of course, that they could have thought oh my god i'm not meant to be in this sport yeah this is awful this is not for me yeah but always for me i've always i've always there's always been slag comments and there's yeah. always been oh look at your style your style's crap yeah and too low whatever yeah. yeah um so i've always had it but i've never if you're not my friend or my family or I've yeah, got uh, love for you, I don't really care. It's probably a bit of, well, f- there's probably care. a bit of, well, I'll fucking prove you wrong as yeah, well, is yeah, that? Yeah, of course he is, yeah. Yeah, fuck you. Of course he is, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about anything online? Do you look at it? Do you get into <laughs> it? Do you get involved with anything? Well, not, re- to be honest, I'm not really big on social media anyway, but every now and again I have a dig, but there was one not so long ago and someone said something like, oh, what stood out me it was like oh savannah's got a tash and i remember thinking <laughs> it's not a tash it's pigmentation <laughs> do you know what? <laughs> but that stood out to me and there was another i saw um did, did you say anything or not i liked it every now and again if they have a little dig i'll yeah. follow them oh really then really the i know the for shit fact, fucking pants if someone was to follow me it was like yeah it, 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 i was ta- giving a bit of grief to yeah. them, think oh my God, they followed me. And I then the next thing, it switches and I then they start like, oh, really? like, well done, good luck. Well, She's my pal, I'm she follows to, me. I might have to use this because I've never thought about that. Yeah, They'll be thinking, I hope she doesn't that's fucking inbox is. me. Like, then they're on your side and they're giving 
Well, that is... Some weather is grief. Do you know what? I've spoken to a lot of people about online grief, and that's the first time I've ever heard I follow them. Yeah, I've had someone out like the other it, week yeah. on Facebook. Someone gave us a load of <laughs> shit, right? And normally, I'll just like it all, say, I hope you're okay. And then the other week, I fucking inboxed the guy me address. So there's me fucking address. It was... And afterwards, I was like, what the fuck have I just done? I told my little girl about it, and she was like, Dad, what are you doing? <laughs> also, what are you going to do if he shows up? Exactly. <laughs> I was like, I'm Maxia, oh, and now I know Savannah. That's so what you've got to do. You've got to just like it and follow him back, and then the next thing, be, all right, Paul, how are we doing, mate? <laughs> oh, that have a nice is weekend. A, that's what it'll be. That is fucking cool. Tell me about, um, what, do you, what do you do outside of the gym? Literally, nothing. I'm really? the most boringest person. One of my friends says... I'm very institutionalised. Very institutionalised. What do you mean? You just box so in? for instance... Box, sleep, repeat? Constantly. Yeah. And that's all I've done since 17 year old. Yeah. Two sessions, three sessions a day. On a week... I like... I'm a, I don't drink. Mm-hmm. I've never been interested, but I'm a foodie. I like going out for tea. Yeah. And then that's me. Yeah. I like being on just date. Seeing what's in the area. Do you have just eaten all the boot? Oh, you're in Chester. Don't Cheshire. Chester. Cheshire. Yeah. Where in Cheshire then? Bolton. Uh, no, I'm more like Warrington way. All right, yeah, aye. Yeah, I know yeah. Warrington, aye. Yeah. I know. I went to do a podcast there, aye. It was uh, It's like between Liverpool and somewhere else, isn't it? it Liver- is. it's between Liverpool and Manchester. Yeah, yeah. But it's just totally. Ex- it's prices are just ex- excruciating. Really? For what I pay for a little little tiny house, yeah. renting. Yeah. I could probably get a. Four bed semi detached with a double garage in Hartleyville. Yeah. Dive watering. Yeah. yeah. So you in Hartlepool, do you come out to Hartlepool on weekends or uh, yeah, like every now and again I'll come and see my mum and my family and my friends. And yeah. 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 It's yeah. nice. Sick. It breaks up. Yeah. I wanna I ask this question of everybody. What's your morning routine look like? Because I always get asked about this. Everyone's on it. They mean what's your morning ritual? What's your morning routine? What's yours? I do the same thing every morning. I get up, I have a black coffee, mm-hmm. I have uh Slice of toast, peanut butter on. I thought, you're gonna, you were, I thought your hands <laughs> were going to go like that. Like, I'm a, a, a drag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I walk my dogs, yeah. literally come back, get ready, go to the gym yeah. every morning. Yeah. What's the hardest part about being at your level boxing? What's the most challenging part of it? Um, it's not the training. I can tell no, it's, it's not, not the training. I love the training. Uh, <clears throat> I would... It's not massive, but I would like what you touched on earlier. Probably self doubt. Yeah. Thinking, oh, can I do it? Yeah. Am I at this level? Yeah. And I speak to Peter, and, and he tells like, you to shut the fuck off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this level. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah. What about um diet and that? Do you have to do any of that, or you are you at a, are you at a normal weight? Like, are you close to your fighting weight? Um. So this is another thing about being like institutionalized. When when I was on Team GB, yeah. so I was on for eight years, and it's very regimented. Yeah. Probably know from yeah. eating a Jaffa and things yeah. like that. So and I know, do you know Cyrus Pattinson? Yeah, I know Cyrus. Cyrus yeah. was in there for ages. I know his brother and his dad actually, which yeah, is mad. Yeah. Uh, we had um, Carmax. Yes, I. In Washington, they were on. Um, so they yeah. fucking met them too. Yeah. I'm gonna get them two on here. Yeah. Both at the same time. That'd be chaos. Yeah. yeah. Massive talent for the northeast. Huge. Mm. Huge. So, sorry, I totally distracted you there. Diet, diet, so diet, diet, diet. When, when you were on Team GB, you weren't never allowed to go below uh, above three percent of your body weight. So did I you get your food off Soulmate Food? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I know yeah. him. That one's that company. That's mad. Has he still ju- got it. Just reminded Christian. No, he sold it to Kettlebell Kitchen. Oh, did he? Oh, really? Uh, he sold it to Kettlebell oh, Kitchen. Well, I didn't know that. Christian's got a bar in Manchester called Firefly now. Right, uh, yeah. That's well, my that's what I know him, innit? Yeah. Uh, Soulmate food. Uh, it's not the same. It's been sat there. 
couple of days. Starts to get fizzy. Starts to get fizzy. So diet, you weren't allowed to go yeah, over three percent. You weren't allowed to go three percent. So I, I, I was never allowed to put like. Like you see with the pros. How often do you have to get weird like? Every morning. Really? You have to get weird every morning. Oh shit. When allowed to go above two or three kilo. Yeah. And in the pros, you know, you have a fight and some fighters have four months off. You look at Ricky Hammond. Well, Ricky used to yeah, love that, Ricky, didn't he? Exactly. Um, I've actually got the same strength and conditioning trainer, Kerry Kays. Oh, really? What, what he's has. from he's from Middlesbrough, or something, isn't he? Is no, he no, no, he's from Cheshire, he's from Nutford. Is he from, oh, is he? Kerry Kays, yeah. Oh, from shit. Nutford, but he's told me some stories. Aye. And he used to have some, like, before Ricky went into camp, he used to have like six weeks before camp trying to get weight off. Oh, really? Before yeah, camp? Because he was that heavy. Wow. Mm. Well, I, I spoke at an event with him a few years ago, and he, was, he drank a lot of... Mm. He put me, he drank me under the fucking table. I ended up, I was sitting next to him and his missus at the time, and I must have had like, do you know when you just, well, you, you might not know, this, but I just had loads of pint glasses that were full because he kept buying them and buying them yeah, and buying I them. I can imagine. Uh, so you don't have to die. What happens if you go on holiday though? Well, it's the same. It's, I think, you know, yeah, I love it. I love a, I love a binge, but it's not for the fact where. You don't I, have to I do that now that you're polo, do you? I don't drink, yeah. so that, that, that cuts easier. out loads of calories. Yeah, it does. Do you know what I mean? I do. So do you have to get, do you get weights every day still now, or do you just? Um, I do when I'm in camp. Yeah. So really, I don't, I lose about stone, 18 pounds in a camp, yeah. which isn't massive when you think of something. You don't have to do that mad weight cut no, in the week that. of the fight? No, no, no. So you don't have to get in saunas and that? I just think the lower you go, the easier it is fight weight, because it's oh, not worse totally. when you're... Have, have you had to do that or not? Where you're sitting and the lads I know have to get in like a bath Pop and then bath they wrap it. themselves in towels. I've done it once. So I've got, I remember my friend, I was struggling at one point and she was like, right, what you've got to do is 10 minute bath, get out, wrap yourself up 15 minutes, get back in. She went, do that about four times. I've done uh. it once. And I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm, I can't do that. I went lightheaded. Really? My mouth was like. Really? Yeah, I thought, not for me. Davey, do you know Davey Grant or not? No, UFC no, fighter, he's no. from uh, Bishop Auckland. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he's uh, he's on a tear at the minute in the UFC, and he told me about a wake-up when the sauna set on fire and that, and I was like, jeez. I don't know how they do it. And do you know, a lot of fighters say that's the hardest part, the cutting weight part, mm-hmm. but I suppose for you, you've been, like you say, institutionalised. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you bring it down gradual, you don't really feel it as much as fight week and you've got to lose, what, six kilo? Yeah. I couldn't think of nothing worse. Do the people you, who you match with have to do that, do you think, or not? Um... I don't really get that close with them to find out. <laughs> We're not that bally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can imagine, I can imagine. What do you have to get your, does your headspace shift in that week of a fight? Do you go from, is there any little shift or are you just the same? Um, yeah, I, I, I probably switch on. And start getting angry and aggressive on. in that? Yeah, I, I have, when I see them fight week, I, I like, I've talked to myself as, you bitch, you're getting it here. Yeah. Like, I convince myself that I hate them. Yeah. I suppose you have to though, right? Yeah, I think you do, yeah. Yeah, that's how yeah. you're fucking knocking people the out. The worst thing is, is then that reverse psychology where they're like, you're all right, mate. How are you doing? Do some of them do that? No, but I've done that of them. Oh, right? have you? Yeah, are you smiling, the lift and yeah. nice flight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reverse psychology. <laughs> that's what it is. And then they're thinking, what you doing? Why is you being why, so why nice? Why talking to me like that? Yeah. Shit, that's mad. Um, Clarissa Shields. Mm-hmm. How long until that fight? So we were meant to fight, uh, we were scheduled to fight in July. Yeah. Anyway, I had to have a, a small operation yeah. after my last fight. I was meant to have it in the March. Yeah. But my fight got pushed to April, so it's had a, like a knock-on effect. Yeah. 
So basically, I'm, we're trying to get the fight pushed back four or five weeks. Mm-hmm. I've came out and said, look, I won't be 100% for July. I'm yeah. not going to be. I need to be. Do you yeah. know, she's one of the best in the world. I'm mm-hmm. not going to kid myself. Mm-hmm. I, I need to be on top form. Yeah. So we're looking to get it on in September. Yeah, sick. And uh, what what are your feelings around that fight? Stoppage? I, I know. She's well, quite old now, isn't she? No, I'm older. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm shit, older, yeah. Well, I'm the senior one. I'm the senior one. You don't look older. I know, she, I know she goes on like. You don't look older. I am, yeah, yeah. Shit. I, I, don't, I think she's about 28, I think. I'm yeah. 31. Yeah. So, but um, I know I will be Clarissa. Yeah. It's how I do it. Yeah. It's going to be a hard fight. I know yeah. it is. And it's. Be a 12 rounder. 10 women do 10 twos. 10 twos. 10 twos women do. What are your feelings around that? Well, they say if there was if it was threes like the men, there'd be more knockouts. But I'm like, well, look, I can do it in two. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and for me, you are you sparring twos? You are you sparring I threes? I spar twos, but I train threes just for that little bit of yeah. Actually, because then you can easily fall into the bracket of threes is a slow pace. Yes. I don't know if you've yeah. you know where your lads yeah. doing amateur. Yeah. It's, it's a slow. T- sorry, twos is a faster pace yeah. compared to the threes. Yeah. But for, even for a viewing uh, like point of view, yeah. I'm I'm a boxer. Yeah. And when lads are doing twelve threes halfway through, I'm bored. Yeah. I'm like, oh, looking at the clock, I'm going. Nipping uh, the then they're kitchen, just waiting the to steal the end. They're, yeah. they're looking to steal the round at yeah. the end. Whereas twos, it's quick and it's fast and it's explosive, and you can't turn away because then you've missed it. Yeah. So I think I think you like twos better. I like twos, and I think it's more more attractive, and I think that's what's got female boxing from here to there. And a lot of men, a lot of men say it's Do you know what as well? I think a lot of men, a lot of people that watch pop up, they probably don't even notice. Do you know what I mean? They probably don't even notice that it's two minutes. Mm, Probably, yeah. Shit, so you Mm. ten twos. Ten twos, yeah. What are you going to do after you beat her? Have you got anyone else in mind? Or is that Um, that you? That's you right at the fucking top then, isn't it? Well, I'm... She's like one of the the bigger names. You've got Katie, who's a lightweight. Yeah. And then you've got hair on the 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 other the other side the yeah. the super well at the middle. Yeah. So, you know, beat her, get shot of her. Yeah. And then there's there's one or two more fights out there for me. Yeah. Um, hopefully unify a couple of other weights. Yeah. Get all the belts and then. Uh, will you go up? Will you will you go up a weight or down a weight or? I'm probably at I fight at middle. So right. I've boxed at super middle before. Yeah. I come down to, to win the belt at middle. Yeah. I couldn't. I've had tests done and stuff because I thought about doing super well there, but yeah. it's not. I'm at me like me, me point where anything less would be a bit bit, bit stupid for me. So yeah, I'd have to go up. Yeah, because you, uh, you haven't got much body fat on you. So that, that's what I'm saying. There's a, there's a, it's about three kilo, and I'm just hitting it right at, yeah. at, at middle. Yeah. If you could fight a bloke, who would right? it be? Who would it be? Well, this is what it is with sparring, right? So yeah. put me in with a middleweight man. Yeah. He let me. Yeah. Because it's a fine line of men are not So, so at middleweight, who would you love to have a, have um, a dust up with? I'd have to be Canelo, wouldn't it? Would it? I'd have to be the best, yeah. That would be kind of sick, that. But like I was saying, spar- when I spar men, yeah. sparring middleweight men, it's stupid because they're going to hurt me. So I tend to spar welterweight yeah. men because they've got the speed and yeah. generally not as strong. So yeah. it can be more of an even spar. Yeah. So do you spar more men than women? Yeah. I very rarely spar women. Yeah. There's a girl who I always spar from Bolton. Actually, she just um, she's an amateur, so right. she's got the speed, she's yeah. got the fast hands, yeah. and she's tough. Yeah. But it's there's no different. There's no better than sparring a man, getting used to the speed and the power, than getting in with a woman, and it doesn't even touch the sides. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick. What do you do when you can't be asked? 
Do you know what? Do you have, them de- do you have oh, a constantly. day where you can't be arsed, do you? Constantly. I was going to go to the gym last night. I thought, nah, it's my birthday. <laughs> just eat. <laughs> just, <laughs> what do you do when you can't be arsed? Have you just got Peter on your case? Or? Um, no, I always, I always, I never miss training. Like yeah. I said, I enjoy it. Yeah. But yeah, there's times when I, I think, oh, have a break. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Have a day off. Yeah, amazing. I love it. Uh, Savannah, is there anything I haven't asked you? That I should I have asked you. Everything there. Amazing. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, thank you so much, Savannah Marshall, for giving up your time. Happy fucking birthday. I've had a great time. I found out a lot of shit. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. Mush! That was sick. Thank you. Yeah, cheers, class.